Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.LiveParanormal.com the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hi, this is Dana Workman from Haunted Highway on Sci-Fi, and you're listening to The Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is Bill Murphy of Sci-Fi Channel's Fact or Fake Paranormal Files, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia Tipparelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hey everybody, this is Rex Williams, the medic from Destination Truth, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. This is True TV's haunting evidence investigator, Patrick Burns. And Ghost Huntress author, Marley Gibson. And you're You're listening to Ghost Host, Sophia Temporelli. And Michael Perry. And we're here, hello, we're here at the Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli and Weekly. Weekly. Weekly at (laughs) LiveParanormal.com. This is Stefan Brigatti from Pacific Coast Paranormal, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. She rocks. This is Christopher Sanders with My Ghost Story on Biography. You are listening to the ghost host with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. Hi, this is Professor Lloyd Auerbach, parapsychologist, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. This is author Alexandra Holzer, and you're listening to Ghost Host Sophia Temporelli. Hi, this is Jeff Belanger, host of 30 Odd Minutes, founder of GhostVillage.com, and author of lots of your favorite paranormal books, and you're listening to the ghost host, Sophia, on LiveParanormal.com. Boo! This is Nick Groff, executive producer of Ghost Adventures, the original documentary in Ghost Adventures, season 1 through 10, and executive producer of Ghost Stalkers, author of Chasing Spirits, The Building of the Ghost Adventures Crew, and founder of NickGroffTours.com. You are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. Tune in. Hey, this is Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. That's right. It's the ghost host show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. And now on ghosthunting.com. So congratulations, Sophia, on over 12 years of broadcasting here on liveparanormal.com and ghosthunting.com. Thank you, Rob Sarek, the site founder, for providing this format each and every week, and to all of our moderators. Thank you guys so much for patching us through at live events when we had no Internet feed. Thank you guys for all your help over the years. Thank you guys for sharing on Facebook, Tracy, the Paranormal Informer, Paranormal Technologies, Don, Travis, Harvey, Marilyn, Audra, Jerry, Julia, Stephanie, thank you and more for uh, sharing this show each and every week. Your call-ins, welcome. 347-202-0316. That's 347-202-0316 as well. Feel free to jump into the LiveParanormal.com chat room. 
It only takes a second to get yourself an avatar and you're part of the LP family. As today, uh, the Haunted HQ franchise consists of three shows encompassing the most intense paranormal investigations around the globe. Today, we welcome my Haunted Manor USA team investigators, Daryl Marston, Jeff Bader, and Trey Bader. Everyone visit myhauntedmanor.com. Hashtag My Haunted Manor USA for posting. Twitter at Daryl underscore Marston. Instagram, uh, Daryl Marston Ghost Hunter, Jeff Bader, Trey Bader. YouTube, subscribe at My Haunted HQ. Daryl's book, The Horrors of the House of Wills, available at Amazon.com and also BarnesandNoble.com. Upcoming next weekend, we have Ghost Seekers Texas lead investigator Alex Fountain. That'll be the 17th. Boozy Brothers Paranormal Investigators Pablo, Pandora, Adam, and Diego. It'll be on uh, February 24th. Women on the Fringe authors Denise Agnew, Mary D. Jones, Nicole Strickland. They'll be on March 23rd. You don't want to miss any of these upcoming broadcasts. We have other others securing their guest spots too as well. So like to Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com Facebook fan page to learn of the guests as we learn of them real time. Also like uh, the vendors here on uh, LiveParanormal.com and, and check out the membership packages. They start as low as $2.99 a month. And Rob Sarek, the site founder, he's great at rewarding uh, the members here. So a lot of autograph books by some of your favorite paranormal authors, a lot of giveaways and more. Tonight on Live Paranormal, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern, Beyond the Screen and Ghost Light Radio, as well as monthly Mondays right here, Chip Coffee of A&E's Paranormal State, Psychic Kids and Kindred Spirits. He's here Mondays monthly as well as Ben Hansen, Amy Goodwin, David M. Roundtree, Stefan Brigatti, Andy Michelle Coppock, Ken Gearhart, and many more. Archive shows, if you miss anything, they're available as free MP4 iTunes downloads on the homepage of liveparanormal.com. And uh, also, to let's bring on our host here. I got a cert- we got a lot of callers, so let me let me let me find her here in our queue. Sophia, congratulations on over uh, 12 years of broadcasting here on Live Paranormal. Thank you. I can't believe it's been over 12 years. You're doing a fantastic job. You're going to be featured in the new book coming up, Women on the Fringe, Groundbreaking Women in the Paranormal. That's fantastic. That's pretty cool, Sophia. Yeah, it's a great honor to be alongside so many amazing women in the field. And, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting um, for people to see my story. I always think it's uninteresting, and then people hear it, and they go, that's really creepy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) No, you deserve it, Sophie. You've done a fantastic job here and helped a lot of people through the years. But you got the Twitter, you got the Instagram, you got all these things you kids do. Uh, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter at Sophia Temporally. It's one L, and Instagram just at Sophia Temporally. Yeah, we cursed you with a long name. So you just drop an L, you can find Sophie anywhere. You and, did. Uh, tell us about your guest today. <laughs> we have on today the My Haunted HQ franchise. It consists of three shows encompassing the most intense paranormal investigations around the globe. Today, we welcome My Haunted Manor USA team investigators, Daryl Marston, Jeff Bader, and Trey Bader. To watch My Haunted Manor USA, My Haunted Hotel, My Haunted HQ seasons, or to join the My Haunted Manor USA team on location to investigate, visit myhauntedmanor.com. Hashtag My Haunted Manor USA, Twitter at Daryl underscore Marston, Instagram Daryl Marston Ghost Hunter, Jeff Bader, Trey Bader, YouTube subscribe My Haunted HQ, and you can check out Daryl's book, The Horrors of the House of Wills, available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. Let's welcome them into the show. All right, let me try to unmute everybody. It's a little slow. That usually means we have a lot of people tuning in, and Jeff, Trey, and Daryl, we have you all on. Hey, guys. Hey, we're here. Hey, thank you guys so much for coming on today, and congratulations on My Haunted Manor USA. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's it's quite the the show. I'm telling you, it's a a lot going into this, and there's a lot of uh, behind-the-scenes type stuff that we've been working on for the last month or so, and getting this place up and running for the uh, show, and... uh, I, when's our first episode come out, guys? Next Sunday. Next Sunday, Sunday, yep. Yeah. The 19th so we're, weekend, we're Sunday. yeah. Yeah, well, so we'll, I, you know, just... kind of alternate episodes with, you know, the hotel show. So, you know, you're watching the hotel, and then on that same 
uh, My Haunted HQ channel will be My Haunted Manor USA. So it's exciting. Well, it's exciting that My Haunted spans across the globe now with My Haunted Manor USA. Um, To start off, though, let's hear about each of you as individuals and investigators. What initially sparked your interest or passion for the paranormal? I'll let the boys go. Um, you want to? I've been. Go ahead, Trey. Uh, this is Jeff yeah, I mean, and Trey. We, we're brothers, and we sound identical, so this is going to be a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> so this is this is Trey here. Um, Jeff actually got me into this, uh, so he's to blame for this. <laughs> um, Matt, the first the first place that we lived at, I was there for like three years of my life. Jeff's sixteen years older than me. Um, this place was was pretty haunted, from what I hear. Um, so I think that got my mom and my sister and my brother, Jeff, um, really into it. And then just me growing up, you know, they, they started watching all the shows and stuff. And then, you know, just kind of piqued my interest as well. But I can let Jeff, you know, talk more on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, I, when I was a kid, I had a really crazy experience, saw a full body apparition in our old Wilmington townhouse and um, in Delaware. And ever since, you know, I've just been trying to experience that again, you know, find that. Mm-hmm. You know that 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 moment that's gonna make me realize that I wasn't crazy and didn't really see that. And you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited because I get to you know go into these places that are you know have so much history and 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 are active and you know have the opportunity to to experience it. And you know that's kind of what's been pushing me is just the the experience of it. And you know a really um, you know video background do a lot of. Uh, video promos for other ghost teams and, um, you know, just trying to get out there as much as I can. But, you know, video was kind of what got me into this. And uh, I'll let Daryl, you know, touch on that. Yeah, I mean, I I think I've told my story on here before, but, uh, I I mean, I got into this by complete accident, you know, back in 2005 at a place called Fort Delaware where I actually met Trey and Jeff um, this past fall. And, uh, Mm -hmm. I had my experience where I actually, uh, it was in my book where I witnessed a half-body apparition at the fort, and that kind of piqued my interest, and I kept going with it. And, you know, it got me to podcasting later down the line, and um, it led me to Ghost Hunters, and then, you know, the book, The Horrors of the House of Wills, and here I am now in my haunted manor, USA, with these two guys, man. I tell you, it's, it's super exciting. Uh, I haven't had this much fun in a long time filming something, um, and I, I tell you, I can't wait for the people to see it. And the cool thing about this whole show is people can actually come out and be a part of the show. They can come out and stay at the mm-hmm. manor. Uh, bookings are opening up here in, uh, I believe it is m- late March, early April, um, and they can actually stay at the manor and spend the night there and experience it, and it will all be caught on camera. Uh, so, yeah, it's a pretty cool concept, and we're super excited about bringing it here to the States. Yeah, it's you know it's it's that that personal experience we want everybody to come out and 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 have a, be a part of and then if you do experience something, you know we have the cameras running in every room, um, they're running twenty four seven. So if you you know feel something touch you, uh, like Trey, you know was, is there today, um, you know tell tell him about that Trey. Yes, yeah, so I'm uh, I'm taking this call right now on uh, in the control room of where we're at here at Sammy Miller Mansion. I've been here since last night, just kind of setting up lights, you know, getting this place set up, um, running some cords and stuff like that, and going through the footage from this past week to see if we got anything. Um, there was a team here last night that had some cool experiences, so I'm kind of cutting up that, that footage a little bit. Um, but just getting this place set up, and like Daryl said, you know, having people come starting March, you know, or April, um, it's really exciting. I mean, that's incredible to be able to have the viewers actually interact and come and investigate the location themselves. Um, And it sounds like you guys had similar ways that, you know, piqued your interest in the field of the paranormal. Um, But how, I know, uh, Trey and Jeff, you guys are brothers, so I know how you guys connected, but how did this all come about for you guys to come together for My Haunted Manor? Um, I know that this all kind of started in England. So what was it like for the process of it to come to America? So, well, I was over in the UK back in September uh, for um, a, a large uh, Paracon they do over there, a uh, festival of the unexplained. And when I was over there, uh, before I left the States, I was asked if I wanted to do a show there called My Hornet Hotel. And I'd never heard of it. Um, 
be honest with you. And I was like, okay, we'll, you know, we'll do it. So we went there um, for one night to, to actually film at this location in Chester. And I tell you, and I was blown away by these guys, by Harry, Dan, and Brett, and the way they, they filmed. They were complete professionals. You could tell they worked in the field for mm-hmm. quite a while. Uh, the location was incredibly – it was just insane, the activity there and the way they had everything set up. And it was like a one-stop shop, which is really cool, something you don't see where you actually are filming a complete show out of one building, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, and the public can actually come out there and investigate uh, and be a part of the actual show. It's something you don't see and something I've never seen in the field. And I like, so as soon as I got, and I, I spent three days with Daniel at the festival, um, and we you know, we talked and everything. I got back to the states. We we started talking more, and we're like, "Hey, how about bringing this over to the to the USA?" And it was yeah, it was like, "All right, let's do this." And next thing you know, here we are. I was lucky enough to actually, and, and we, when we we brought it over here, we we started from scratch. We had nothing. We didn't know mm-hmm. where we were going to location. So I brought a couple different places to the board, a couple different locations that I was really thinking about. And it had to be someplace that was close to home because someplace we could keep our, our hands around. And I was lucky enough to actually, you know, get to work with um, with uh, Jeff and Trey at Fort Delaware back in October. And I saw, you know, they were doing their own thing at the time. And I saw their, their ability to take you know, what they're capturing on film and very professional about it. It was like working on the set of Ghost Hunters, to be honest with you. And I, I caught on to that really quick. I, I, I noticed that and how good they were at what they were doing. And I approached them about being a part of the show. And next thing you know, it was like, I think if it wasn't for, and I, I think I, I told these guys the same thing, if it wasn't for uh, the holidays, you know, with the Thanksgiving, Christmas, this thing would all have been up and running. But we had to kind of take a break, um, take some time off for families and everything for that, you know, five or six weeks. And then we really hit the ground running in early January with this thing. And um, at least one of us has been up there every weekend this this uh, month, uh, if not all of us. And we had the boys over from the U.K. last week. They were here for uh, like five, six days. And they were there as well, uh, helping us get set up, filming, doing a lot of cool stuff. And that's how it all came about. And here it is. It's getting ready mm-hmm. to get launched. Super excited about it. Yeah, Trey and I, I mean, work with uh, Diamond State Ghost Investigators out of Delaware, and we're doing, uh, you know, f- filming at Fort Delaware. And I don't know if you, anyone's ever been there, but it's it's an amazing location. You take a ferry out to this island in Delaware, and uh, it's super active uh, old fort. And you know, we just want to get everybody's experiences on tape, and and you know, we stayed overnight there and got a re- lot of really good footage and put together a really cool video. You know, try and make it as cinematic as possible drone footage and you know that that's exactly what the hotel does and i think you know we're going to fit right in with with making the manor look exactly like that or if or better i think it's going to be better (laughs) (laughs) i see them trying to get a little more cinematic now and i like it i like it a lot it was uh it was an absolute pleasure working with them guys when they came over here um because I mean, it could have been weird. It could have been like a weird dynamic and chemistry wise, but we, we immediately hit it off and we learned so much from them. And, um, you know, it's, it's so exciting to be able to be a part of this with them. Um, so we're all super and love it. Yeah. When Daryl told us, you know, we met at the fort and he told us about this project. We, you know, I looked on YouTube and just ate through the whole series. I I fell in love with it and can't wait to go to the hotel. And then, you know, finding, the Samuel Miller Mansion in Columbia, and having the owners there just be so on board with this and and so excited about it, and just like the yeah. town of Columbia is is like buzzing. It's super cool yeah. town, super small American town that's got a ton of activity just throughout. Like people have just been reaching out, like, hey, this place is haunted. Hey, you gotta come here. Right. So there's a lot it's of very, stuff, you know, so much content we can we can do in Columbia. Yeah, it's a very Americana type town. Um, you know, it kind of mm-hmm. takes you feel like stepping back into history almost and it's got a cool backstory too with you know the the whole underground railroad this location especially um with um some of the battle of gettysburg uh kind of almost starting there where the the confederate army actually got detoured from actually going into harrisburg from that town when they burnt the bridge down and led them into gettysburg so there's a huge uh 
backstory with the history there, which you know we're t- we touch on a lot in the first couple episodes, and uh, so you guys, yeah, it's 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 just amazing to watch it all come together. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, it's incredible just how well I mean you guys all work together, and you know that you were able to connect so easily like that um, to start off. I think that's so important on investigations, and so the the way you guys have that chemistry and everything, um, especially when working on a project of this undertaking is incredible. I mean, I can imagine the hours of evidence you have to sift through and everything. Um, it's definitely a huge commitment and it's great to see, you know, a project like this being done. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah, going to be uh, game changing, you know, once the word yeah. gets out and I think it already is with the hotel, but yeah, yeah I think it's this format is, you know, when you're investigating a place, you don't want to leave. You know, that you don't want to go because mm-hmm. the odds of something happening when you're there so low, you know. So being able to record 24-7, it's, we're going to catch something. We're going to we're gonna find some answers. We, we're all kind of part of this project as well. Um, we're all, you know, we, we go into everything with a skeptical kind of mindset, and we try to debunk everything, you know, first and see if it can be explained. Um, but having mm-hmm. these cameras 24-7 and, you know, staying at one location, um, I've hit on this in a past interview is, it's so important to find out if a place is actually haunted because you can't find out in one or two nights, you know, you got to be there and, and experience everything and, and try to explain it or not, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I definitely think this is the future of paranormal investigations. And I think people will start to realize that for sure. Of course. I mean, for me personally, I feel like some of the craziest experiences I've had have all been while not investigating None of it's been mm-hmm. captured on camera, and that's the thing, is when you're investigating, you can only capture so much, but there's always stuff that happens when you're not filming or investigating or recording, um, so the way you guys have it set up doesn't, you know, really allow for that to happen. You're able to capture everything that happens at every moment. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's the best part. Yeah, it's, there's so many stories of, oh, I was packing up, and mm-hmm. <laughs> right. ghost came up and just talked to me. I think they know. Yeah. I think they don't want to be on video. So we'll see how this, <laughs> this activity does. You're going to have cameras running 24-7. So when even people are not there, the likelihood of capturing something in the building when people are not in the building is a really cool concept that, you know, people are going to be able to view. Yeah, in the hotel right now, they run two live cameras um, that you can check out, like 7 p.m. to 7 a.m. So you can go in and, you know, check it out. Um, you can actually watch whilst episodes are being filmed. So, event, you know, we will have that eventually. We're going to ramp up. You know, we're starting with a few cameras, and as we as we build, we'll get more and more. That, uh, those live cameras, all those, you know, extra features and behind-the-scenes content, that's all on a subscription um, website, BHX. Um, you can find that at myhauntedhq.bhx.tv. Um, and on there, you'll also find, like Jeff was saying, me and him and Daryl will be going around Columbia to these other haunted locations and investigating them as well. All that you'll be able to find on, on VHX. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of neat stuff like bloopers and things of that nature, funny stuff, um, mm-hmm. stuff you want regular channel. So it's a, for people who want to, you know, see behind the scenes type stuff with just people, you know, us just hanging out and having a good time or capturing right. things that are not on the show you want to go over to VHX and check it out. It's really cool. Yeah. And eventually we'll have those live cameras, just like my haunted hotel does. Yeah. yeah, you guys are kind of like the paranormal big brother. Yeah. It's such a cool format that you, you could, you could do this anywhere. You know, there's so many locations I would love to mm-hmm. put cameras 24 seven just, and always have them running. So, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, I think this is going to expand, and you know, my haunted prison, my haunted asylum. Who knows where this could go? Yeah, absolutely. Other and- China. Mm-hmm. My haunted China. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys tell um, some of the backstory on the location as well? Um, what some of the history is behind it, and also for each of you individually, what your favorite piece of history that you've learned about it is? So much, man. Episode two is uh, yeah. going to dive really deep into the history, but do you want to go ahead, Daryl? Yeah, I mean, some of the cool history that I didn't even know, and I've been there twice before doing events, 
uh, was how deeply rooted it was um, in the Underground Railroad and the fact mm-hmm. that, because uh, there's still in the basement to this day, there's an opening. Like, it's a bricked-up opening that actually was a tunnel that came from the river where they would bring people in to hide them during slavery. Um, and also, it's, which it, it's kind of caved in now, but they're talking about reopening it. Uh, in the future. So that would be a really cool episode to have that, you know, all captured on video when they open this thing back up. But um, the, the the thing I learned just a couple of weeks ago, which I did not know, was how the town and the building, you know, Samuel Miller, which is my home of manor, USA, um, took part in the Confederate Army actually was, was supposed to cross, the, there's a bridge that cr- crosses the uh, Susquehanna River, which runs right next to the building. And there's a bridge that crosses over into the town of Columbia. Well, the Union Army got there ahead of time, and they're kind of you know, shooting cannons off at each other from that town at the Confederates. And they met with the, the people who ran the town. They said, hey, we got to burn this bridge down because if not, they're going to cross over, and they're going to head to Harrisburg. And if they had made it to Harrisburg, the war would have took a different turn. So they actually burnt the bridge down. So that diverted them to go to Gettysburg where they met the Union Army, and we know the whole story behind that. And that took place right in that building. They had the meeting um, with the Union Army and the people who ran the town. Mm-hmm. And it was it's very interesting knowing that history happened right there. And if it didn't happen, it could have been a whole different outturn for the, the uh, Civil War. Mm-hmm. Really cool. Mm-hmm. Jay, what I would think? say, yeah. I would say at one point this place was um, part of the Baker Toy Company, um, and it's pretty cool. If you go in the basement, um, sometimes you'll find, like, little red um, balls that were on, like, a paddleboard kind of with the string, you know, that toy I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. So it's cool cool seeing toys and stuff like that that were made here that are turning up, you know, just underneath your feet. Um, and we actually had someone that reported one of those red balls, you know, being thrown in the air and hitting the door, and I think we had that on camera from when they were here, you know, a few years ago or whatnot. So we're going to try to get that. Um, but it's just cool seeing history, you know, playing into the paranormal activity that's happening there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can see yes. there. Um, it, it was a, a paper mill. It was a, uh, a toy factory. It was a, a bunch of different companies over the years. And you can still see parts of that in different pl- places in the building. Like, like you know, they were saying, you know, uh, Trey and Jeff, that you're, you find these little toys all over the building. And especially in the basement, for some reason, there's a lot of them down there. You just find them, like, mm-hmm. you know, laying around. It's really wild. Yeah, the red balls, um, they made the paddle toys. Um, and there's a bunch of red balls everywhere. And those have been reported to, to be thrown, rolling around. Um, there's definitely reports of child spirits there. A lot, of, a lot of interesting history. Yeah, we used to be a feed mill at one point, and there's still parts of the mill under in the basement. Um, there's a whole back end that was a servant's quarters uh, that's really active. There's just so much we want to uncover there. Yeah. That's an incredible history. I mean, so many uses for the building over time, um, and it's cool that you guys get to see pieces of, you know, each use it was in the building itself. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be it's, it's gonna be a, uncovering all these answers and you know figuring out what's going on here and what parts of history are still lingering here. Absolutely, and I know we have to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back with more questions. It's the Ghost Host Show with Sophia Temporally on LiveParanormal dot com, and yeah, a little slow on the switchboard means we have a lot of people listening. So feel free to call in three four seven two zero two zero three one six. That's three four seven two zero two zero three one six. As well, feel free to jump into the LiveParanormal dot com chat room. And uh, the, Mon- the My Haunted HQ franchise consists of three shows encompassing the most intense paranormal investigations around the globe. Today, we welcome My Haunted USA team investigators, Daryl Marston, Jeff Bader, and Trey Bader. Everyone visit MyHauntedManor.com. You can also subscribe to MyHauntedManor.com. Hashtag MyHauntedManorUSA uh, is your sharing. Twitter at Daryl underscore Marston. Instagram, uh, Daryl Marston 
Kevin Ghost Hunter, Jeff Bader, Trey Bader on Instagram, YouTube subscribe at My Haunted HQ, Daryl's book, The Horrors of the House of Wills, available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, My Haunted Manor USA episodes start the week of February 19th um, at uh, My Haunted HQ with the titles Behind Closed Doors, Columbia Uncovered, and Lockdown. Subscribe now at MyHauntedManor.com and YouTube at MyHaunted uh, HQ. It's the Ghost House Show with Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dustin Perry, the Paranormal Rockstar, and you're listening to The Ghost Host with the most Sophia Temporelli, only on LiveParanormal.com. for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? Participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com. The only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Adventures, and you are listening to the ghost host Sophia Temporilli on LiveParanormal.com. Not only am I Dave Schrader, but I'm Dave Schrader of Travel Channel's The Holzer Files, and you're listening to ghost host <laughs> Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com. I feel left out. I wanted to throw myself all- into your mix of, of voiceovers now. <laughs> I love it. You know, uh, it's almost like we didn't leave break. All right, Daryl, Jeff, and Trey, you're back on with Sophia. Thank you guys so much again for coming on today. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So before the break, I mean, you guys were talking about some incredible stuff, like the history of the location and people having balls thrown at doors and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. For you guys personally at the location, what is the craziest or most interesting thing that's happened to you personally while investigating there? Okay, I mean, I'll start it out because I, I was there, uh, I've been there twice before we actually started filming there. Uh, I did an event there in 2020 and another one last summer. Uh, last summer was pretty crazy. Uh, when I was there for the event, we had uh, disembodied running through the house. Uh, you could just, you could hear it on, the, on the, the second and third floor running up and down the stairs and it happened multiple times with, you know, there's 15 or 20 people in these rooms just listening to this as um, different equipment was getting set up in the room, EDIs and REM pods and things of that nature, where you can actually see the mm-hmm. travel path this was running through the house. It sounded like children playing is what it sounded like. Um, and that's how some of the investigators who were there running the event were kind of, you know, approaching it like they were children. So that's some of the stuff that I've had happen there. Um, I know the boys were there fil- filming back in December doing some stuff, and I'll let them talk about what happened to them. You're good, Trey. Yeah, so we were filming just some shots of the, you know, interior of the building and the rooms. Um, and we didn't even realize it, but after going through the footage and stuff, um, I was walking um, and I went into the servant quarters, into the doorway, and then I turned, you know, and shot back at Jeff. Um, and in the footage, you hear a breathy, yeah, like, yeah. Um, and it's pretty clear as day. I showed, you know, the owners of the building last night while I was here, I showed them that. Um, you can hear it. Um, so hopefully that you know we'll we'll feature that in one of these episodes and be able to let you see that for yourselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of footsteps, a lot of bangs and doors, and just you know things that have a kind of chasing sounds around. But um, I there's I know. there's a room upstairs on the third floor that has uh, what they call the magic window. It's just a an opening to another room. It's really weird. There's no doors. Just kind of this this window opening and I peeked my head through and was filming in there and, and was looking to the left and it's this long, weird, just 
extra room. I think it was part of the, the feed mill at one point. And I heard a loud bang mm-hmm. in that room behind me. And I, I quick turned. I got it on camera. And this is just, you know, we're just getting some B-roll, just trying to, you know, build the, the you know, the teaser videos and things. And already stuff's kicking up. So can't wait to see what we find being there 24-7. I know, I know at one point um, while the U.K. guys were here, we were all in the control room. And Danny was the closest to the doorway. Um, and we heard something, but to him it sounded like a male voice to the point where I think me and Harry went downstairs to check if someone was in there. He was so convinced that it was a male voice and thought someone was downstairs. Um, we we looked around, didn't see anything. So that was definitely another really cool mm-hmm. experience. Yeah, while we were filming last weekend there with the, uh, the guys from the U.K., um, we were in the control room and we heard some, why there was a team out filming. So we are sitting in the control room watching them. I can't remember who exactly it was. I, I want to say it was uh, Jeff and Dan, and they were in the mm-hmm. white room. We heard what sounded like a person. Uh, it sounded mm-hmm. like a, a, a say something over. We all heard it. There's four or five of us sitting in the control room. We all heard it on the cameras, but they didn't hear it in real time while they were sitting there. So that's something we were kind of scrubbing through the footage and see if we could, we marked it. Uh, something we would see if we can use as well. Yeah, there's a there's also an attic space um, that is really interesting. This little attic uh, that has like a false wall, um, and you can mm-hmm. open it. There's a door, and what's weird is the door locks from the inside, so it's almost like an 1800s panic room. Um, but with the underground railroad, you know, I, I'm speculating maybe it was a you know a hiding spot, a, a hidden room. Uh, we were in there and, and getting a lot of activity, a lot of noises, a lot of K2 spikes, like direct response. Um, Interesting stuff. Yeah. For sure. And with your time investigating, have you noticed a specific person or piece of equipment that generates the most responses? In my old haunted house, the ghost primarily really only showed itself to women, and it was very vocal, so we caught it on EVPs a lot. Have you guys noticed anything similar? At the location? Um, Yes. it's more we're, we're hearing a lot of audible stuff like a lot of like just audible footsteps and not just footsteps like running um and things of that mm-hmm. nature and as far as equipment goes we we haven't really we use equipment but it, we don't always really like rely on equipment um i'm big mm-hmm. on the edi i love the edi because you can't you know it, it's it's such a well-rounded piece of equipment you know and well shielded and it, it's like an all-in-one um but, you know, we, when I was there before, before we started filming, I was getting hits on EDI. I'm like, you get hits on the EDI, you, you, something's going on because you can't mm-hmm. set them off. You know, you can't set them off with walkie-talkies or text messaging or any of that stuff. So when you're seeing your EDI go off, you're like, okay, something you might want to get follow up on. And um, mm-hmm. but here so far, uh, I just, man, it's a lot of just in-your-face, like, footsteps and doors opening and closing. Um, and just things of that nature. And uh, there are, like, reports, and we haven't, I mean, I, I personally have not seen it yet, but of full-body apparitions in the building that a lot of people have seen. And I'm waiting to capture mm-hmm. that. We have set up right where people have seen this full-body apparition traveling from one room down a hallway, and not just one person has seen it, multiple people have seen it. So hopefully we can capture that. Yeah, as far as would- voices, um, when the... UK guys were over, they brought their Paracast, and that's, you know, creates this EMF and records, uh, receives, you know, sounds and voices. And the interesting thing is it was built by Danny. It was built in the UK. And ever since it was built, it was, you know, these old, uh, old-fashioned old British voices would come through. And as soon as they brought mm-hmm. it here for the first time, they heard American voices come through. Um and I thought that was really interesting, and and some some really interesting things came through. Some uh, racial slurs in you know American accents, which is really interesting. Um, they've never experienced anything like that. Um, we had some, wow. some kid voices come through too. Um, it, was, it was a very interesting night, and I I hope we get to use that Paracast again. I would say I would say to your point, Sophia, as well. Um, what this format allows us to do is take a really analytical approach to this. Um, so, like you said, mm-hmm. we can start trying to see if we can find trends. You know, whether it's women that experience the most activity, or men, or a certain amount of people. 
or the weather, you know, um, you know, start thinking like astronomy, you know, the lunar cycle and stuff like that and see if we can find trends and maybe even spark activity based off of that. We can track all that data. Right. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. Yeah. I'm a Exactly. I think that's such an interesting part in the paranormal because, I mean, obviously there are people who have passed on and people have biases, whether knowingly or unknowingly. And in my former haunted house, um, my dad didn't even think it was haunted. I mean, men truly, unless you were psychic and could actually see the spirit, they had no experiences in the home where women were feeling uncomfortable, watched, um, the ghost would watch me sleep, my mother sleep, my cousin, um, but men never had any experience like that. So I think it's interesting too, just for you guys, like you said, in the future to be able to do those different tests and see, you know, if there's a specific person, uh, whether in age range or anything um, that generates responses like that. And you guys can really, since you will be filming all the mm-hmm. time, have those results. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we can... And to piggyback off that, we're, I mean, we're big into debunking things. Um, and mm-hmm. so if we, we capture something on, on video, whether it be us or a, a guest staying there, it's something we're going to really go through and really check and make sure, you know, there's, you know, someone's not messing around, you know, uh, shenanigans or anything like that. Um, but to really, you know, to, to put before we put it out there, we have to be a hundred percent sure that this is paranormal. Um, and we, if, if people are doing those types of shenanigans in the, in the building when we're not there, or if we are there, um, we will put that out too, just to let the public know we, we have nothing to hide. Um, that's one thing I want to mm-hmm. put out there. We're very serious about this project. Uh, the guys in the UK and, you know, my home HQ are very serious about it. And it's something we, you know, we want to put out there. So if you're coming to this location, make sure you're, you're not messing around because you are on film 24 seven, everywhere you mm-hmm. go. You're on. And we want everybody to come out, you know, beginners, people, you know, just that are fans of the show or, you know, serious paranormal teams and, you know, the bunker, you know, if you think it's fake, come out and, and see for yourself, you know, see what you think yeah. when you're here. Yeah. It's one yeah. thing to say, you know, YouTube is, you know, YouTube videos are fake, but to be here and actually mm-hmm. stay here the night might change your mind. Yep. Absolutely. I, I do think that's such a cool aspect that people can go out and investigate themselves. Because um, like you said, with YouTube, it's hard to tell with CGI and everything what's real or what's fake but when you have a location like that that people can watch and actually go interact with it adds a new level where you have these it almost sort of like a paranormal yelp you know people can go experience it for themselves and yeah. you have more people to yeah. verify the claims that were made yeah yeah exactly exactly and that's the cool thing you know as this show expands and if, if we go to you know other manners or or, you know, expand this into other different types of buildings. You know, all of that content is, is in one spot on that VHX site. So, you know, essentially in the future, it's going to act like, uh, you know, your paranormal Netflix, and you can just pop on live cameras. You can, you know, watch episodes right there, see all the behind-the-scenes stuff. But, yeah. you know, it's exciting where, where this could go. I think what we're really looking for is not just, you know, filming half of this project, but the other half is, you know, getting to meet the public um, who are coming out to these mm-hmm. events and be staying there um, and spending time with them as well and to getting, you know, show them kind of how we do things and how we film and then kind of letting them go do their own thing while we sit in base camp and watch them um, and just, you know, kind of not critique, so much critique what they're doing, but just watch and see what happens. Um, and that's something I've never seen before, I mean, in this field. I really haven't. Like you, like you said, it was you were like the paranormal survivor or um, was the uh, big brother. So, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a pretty cool concept, uh, to say the least. Yeah, they get to be featured yeah, on the episode. Yeah. Yep. You get to study um, different investigating techniques, and, you like you said, see what works best, see who generates the most responses and everything, and that is so unique, you know, in the paranormal big brother sense where there's nothing that can be hidden, whether it's, like you said, making sure someone's try- not trying to mess with stuff, um, being able to debunk stuff. Um, it's so important. And in the field of the paranormal, things happen 24-7, and most of it's not caught. 
Yeah. 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 We're we're open to to trying all methods and experimenting with you know whatever is is out there that we can get our hands on and and test out. Yeah. The UK guys they they brought in uh, dogs for one episode. I think that'd be a cool experiment. See you know mm-hmm. how animals mm-hmm. build. Get some different yeah. dogs or cats. We we have our own cat on the uh, show, Spooky Cat. So be on the lookout for her. Mm-hmm. She lives in the manor. Yeah, yeah there's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> we just gotta make sure she doesn't yeah, know animals. where the cams are, setting off cameras all yeah. night. <laughs> that was crazy. Animals do generate, I mean, great responses. Um, obviously, I, I lived in my house that was haunted, and uh, when the ghost would actually be in my room, I had diamond doves in my room, and they would bounce off the cage, like genuinely really scared every time it would walk in. My pug would stand in the hallway and bark where the ghost was. Um, so animals really wow. do know, and it's shocking. Mm-hmm. You know, you wouldn't think you think of dogs or cats or something like that, but even birds, um, they're kind of like that canary in the cage and they can sense the spirit as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, but as you guys were mentioning earlier about being able to expand too, if you guys could pick any location, where would you guys like to see my haunted be able to film and investigate? Ooh, good one. Um, mm-hmm. Thing. I mean, right now we're we're kind of like you know all into this you know my haunted manor and USA, but you know in the future we are looking at other locations, and I would love to see you know and we're going to do a bunch of like stuff on the road too that you know just part of the the VHX and some other stuff for my haunted HQ. Um, but I, I think you know there might be a trip to the, the House of Wills in the future. That would be sick. Yeah, return Daryl's return. Yeah. I mean, for, for us three, um, part of this, you have to stay local cause we got to be there all the time. So thinking of local spots, mm-hmm. Pennhurst comes to mind. Pennhurst is amazing. Um, I think that that would be really cool or, you know, Eastern mm-hmm. state Penhurst in Philly would be cool. Mm-hmm. Something like that prison my own asylum like jeff said would there's be a lot incredible. of spots in delaware too yeah delaware yeah. fort delaware is really cool um it's just a little tough because you got to take a ferry out to get there but um yeah we could with guests. yeah so many so many locations come to mind yeah i mean ghost hunters did go to alaska so i'm pretty sure there's nothing compared to that <laughs> yeah 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 that was fun <laughs> Yeah, that, that would be that would be a, a rough one. <laughs> yeah, I wish the uh, the H H Holmes murder castle in Chicago was still Ooh. around to investigate. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I would love to just travel and, and hit, it. and then like England, like I, I can't wait to go to the hotel. But there's so much, you know, America's got history, but you know, yeah. Europe and England. That's you know, you're talking. Yeah, we'll be doing cross really old places. Yeah, for the fans to you know, keep an eye out. I mean, not just them coming over here like they did. Uh, we'll be going over there eventually and doing some stuff in Chester where the my haunted hotel is. Um, investigating over there, there's a lot of places to investigate. Uh, a lot of cool stuff. Um, so you'll be seeing the crossover shows too with you know both teams, you know the UK team and the US team um, doing a bunch of stuff together. So we are one big family, and we have a lot of people behind the scenes that work with us too, which aren't always on camera. So um, it's a pretty big network, to be honest with you. It's bigger than I even thought it was until we got into it. For sure. And I I think that's the thing that really makes you guys unique, too, is like you said, you guys can do crossovers, um, expanding into different countries, like you mentioned, like China or or anything. Um, Being able to share that um, kind of connection throughout the world is so big, too, to you know, have a live stream 24-7, see what's different or what's the same. Um, I think it's really cool that they were able to bring the Paracast over from England and you guys were able to see, you know, like, hey, like this only said British voices and now it has American voices. And just be able to tell the difference and stuff like that is really cool. I think that adds legitimacy of it as well. You know what I mean? The fact that Mm -hmm. they never never heard American voices. Yeah, I think that that makes 
it, it really adds to the legitimacy. Yeah, and everything you guys have been hearing and capturing really seems to the era, and I think that's really unique, too, because, um, you know, you have investigations sometimes at Native American burial grounds or stuff, and um, mm-hmm. a lot of times you'll hear just stuff in English, and so when you guys are able to actually get to the era responses, it really does, like you say, legitimize what you're capturing and kind of add more historical background to it versus if you're just going somewhere and hearing the same voice at every location. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, it's the whole thing with the Paracaster, you know, hearing, because it was programmed in English voices and to hear American voices, that's, yeah, it's pretty unique. I mean, to say the least. You bring up a good point too, that it's not always the building itself. It's the land because the land is so historic, you know, it's just what was there before mm-hmm. this was even, you know, it's stuff to think about. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that went down, you know, in that area, even before European settlers were there. So, I mean, God knows what you're capturing. God knows what you're walking into on a lot of this like, mm-hmm. stuff, especially um, in, you know, in that area. You know, plus, you have the Battle of Gettysburg, which was literally maybe half hour, 45 minutes down the road. So, yeah, it's, there's a lot going on up in that area of, of Pennsylvania. Definitely. And I think that's a crazy thing to think about, too. Um, I know where I live used to be farmland at one point, and it's just weird to think about, you know, you have the location, you have the history, but before that was even there, I mean, the fact that I live where people used to farm, and then, you know, I live in California, it used to be Mexico at one point, and um, just so much – I feel like prior history that a lot of people don't consider or think about um, when you just have the location you're in and look at that one piece, but the land itself has so much more to offer. Yes. Yep. Yep. You just go into it with an open mind, you know, and not be closed off to just the history of the building and and see what answers come through. Yeah. I mean, sometimes like I'm doing investigations, I'd rather not know a whole lot about the location before I investigate it because it Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, it, it, kind of sends you in a different direction sometimes it's, and it's just human nature um mm-hmm. so, yeah honestly not know what, i mean a little bit maybe but not you know i don't want to delve into it because i want to be able to capture stuff that i can bring to the table and say okay how can we you know figure out what's going on here and then when you take all the, the evidence from you know 100 years ago 10 years ago however long ago it was and you kind of put it all together and you say oh this is why we're getting this evp or this is why we're getting you know these footsteps or whatever um, it, 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 it makes it that much more interesting. Absolutely. And I know we're coming towards the end of the show. I mean, the hour flew by talking to you guys. Um, but please <laughs> let the audience know for each of you, any websites, upcoming interviews, events, um, productions, or anything at all you would like to announce. Um, well, yeah, we're, uh, you are you're going to be seeing a lot more of us out there doing uh, some of the uh, paracons and things of that nature, uh, especially over the summer. We have a bunch of stuff coming up. We kind of like cleaned our slate uh, for the next couple of months because we're doing, you know, a lot of filming uh, for my haunted manor. Uh, you'll see us there. We have um, our first big event will be March. What is it? March. Uh, what do we say it was? 29th. March 22nd. No, 20, March 22nd. Um, okay. Is our first big uh, open event. Um, we'll be posting that here sometime this week. Uh, I believe it falls on a Friday. So they will be opening the building up to the, the public to come in to investigate, you know, Q&A, meet and greet the, the team, and kind of let them do their thing for the night while we kind of sit back and watch the base camp. So that's our big stuff for My Haunted Manor, you know, for this month coming up. And you'll see the first episode coming out here next uh, next week. Um, so yeah, it's, it's exciting stuff and, um, you'll just go to our social media and we'll be posting on my home HQ, like different events and the bookings and all that are be opening up for the building here soon. So guys, you know, go check it out once we open them up and get your spot. Yep. So yeah, so bookings, uh, that's coming soon. You can get that on my Um, you can also get some merch. We just dropped some new merch that you can get on there. Um, and then for any behind the scenes stuff, the live cameras for the UK, um, eventually the live cameras for us, that's going to be on myhauntedhq.vhx.tv. Yeah, I hope you guys subscribe. 
Yeah, the merch is amazing. It really is. There'll be merch uh, available at our events as well. Um, you don't want to order it. You just want to buy it, you know, in person. Um, but, yeah, mm-hmm. the merch, go check it out. I was blown away by it. And then, well, you know, I'm everyone... running. Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Um, I'm doing all, you know, all the editing uh, for the episodes for the VHX. Um, so, you know, running back and forth between the manor and, and editing. And um, the first episode of the manor is going to drop next Sunday. Um, what is that, March 9th or February? What's the date of that? The 19th. 19th. Yeah, February 19th. March. Our weekends are yeah, I've had some late nights editing. Um, <laughs> but uh, you can check me out on uh, Jeff Bader, My Haunted Manor USA on Facebook, and Jeff Bader, MHM on Instagram. And definitely just follow us um, on uh, My Haunted HQ on Facebook. There's where we just post, you know, everything and everything kind of branches out from there. It's, just, it's nice to be, you know, one-stop shop. Yep. And on YouTube where all the episodes for all the shows, um, they'll be dropping on YouTube. It's My Haunted HQ. You'll find all three episodes, all three, you know, shows, episodes on there. Yeah. Big shout out to everybody behind the scenes too. Uh, there's so many to mention, but the people were, you know, for the, the fan club who were running that and, um, people working in, you know behind the scenes with us at my home and manor the owners and uh the there's a, a team there going to be helping us out you know doing events and things of that nature you know interstate um that big shout out to everybody on both sides of the uh of the uh, uh you know over in the uk and here so we thank you all for all your hard work mm-hmm. big shout out to tony yeah tony uh well- the show is coming to a close. I don't want you guys to get cut off, but I do want to thank you guys so much for coming on today. We'll have to have you back on in the future to talk more about My Haunted Manor and everything else you guys are doing. Make sure to check out Daryl's book, The Horror of the House of Wills. And thank you guys again so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank, you. thank you. I would love that. Wow. Thanks so thank much, guys. guys. Wow. Fantastic show today, Sophia. Absolutely. They were such great guests. I want to thank you all for listening. The show definitely not be possible without all of you. And I will talk to you guys again next week. Bye. Yeah, I want to make sure I get in all their promotions, too. They have uh, March 22nd coming up. You can actually meet them in person on location. So My Haunted Manor USA uh, team investigators, Daryl Marston, Jeff Bader, and Trey Bader. Uh, and their merchandise. It's fantastic. Take a look at their merch thumbnail, too, on there as well. So uh, myhauntedmanor.com. That's myhauntedmanor.com. Hashtag is you're sharing to uh, myhauntedmanorusa. Twitter at Daryl underscore Marston. And Instagram, as uh, Jeff was saying, too, Daryl Marston Ghost Hunter, Jeff Bader, Trey Bader. Daryl's book, The Horror of the House of Wills, available at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com. My Haunted Manor USA episodes start the week of February 19th at My Haunted HQ. With titles, Behind Closed Doors, Columbia Uncovered, and A Lockdown. Subscribe now, MyHauntedManor.com, YouTube at My Haunted Manor HQ. Upcoming, we have Ghost Seekers Texas lead investigator Alex Fountain. That'll be on the 17th next Saturday. Boozy Brothers paranormal investigators Pablo Pandora, Adam, and Diego will be on the 24th. Women on the Fringe authors Denise Agnew, Mary D. Jones, and Nicole Strickland. That'll be March 23rd. They'll be talking with Sophia, who's featured in the book, too, as well, with her home haunting uh, experience, too, as well. You don't want to miss any of the upcoming shows, so like the ghost host. Sophia Temporelli on LiveParanormal.com, and we'll see you next week. Hi, this is Debbie and Sion Ghost Adventures. You're listening to The Ghost Host with your host, Sophia Temporelli, on LiveParanormal.com. God bless you all. for joining us on History FM Radio on LiveParanormal.com and History.fm. From paranormal to the unexplained history, it all happens here. Looking to enhance your radio experience? 
participate in live interactive chat 24-7 with our radio show hosts and other like-minded people on www.liveparanormal.com, the only interactive social chat room supported by full interactive media. Stop by now and join in on the fun. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.